0: Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. sponsor. Call call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. sponsor.
1: Until I talk to another person, that's what they say. Where two or more are gathered.
0: Yeah, that's where the magic is. Um... Well, I know, I know in this moment, you are definitely helping me. I'm I'm excited for people to listen to this, actually. Um, yeah, because you're definitely helping me. And it's this, for me, the honesty is like, the connection to the heart. You know, I think it's like, uh-huh. for me, it's like, at the core is like the language of the heart. Like, that's what in this moment, that means to me, you know, is that when there's that honesty and it cuts through all the clutter, you know, and it's like my heart, I could feel my heart.
1: Right. Well, and this is my favorite place for other people. (laughs) 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 I love it when anybody else gets here and it's like so surrendered and you're down at your gut level and you're behind your belly button for sure, because there's nowhere else to go. And those Fingertips just aren't cutting it, you know? Mm, mm. And I love this for other people. I love when they get here. <laughs> and I my, my favorite two words together are bittersweet. Mm. But when I'm here, fuck all that mm. noise. Yeah. I want to feel good mm. and that's it. And I don't want to drink water and I don't want reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've, so there's two things I want to say. One is you always um would bring me back to 11. You know, I remember one time mm-hmm. I said, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not meditating. I'm not praying. And, and it says, and we shouldn't think too ill of ourselves.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Well, Thank you, Sam. Yeah. That is one of the. My favorite passages, again, for other people, Mm. is that (laughs) there are going to be times, just like uh, the woman said yesterday, there's times in your sobriety where you're going to have flattenings. And it talks about on the 12 and 12, it says uh, there's going to be times where you cannot pray with the greatest exertion of will and rebellion dogs your every step. Mm. What should you do? you should not think too ill of yourself simply resume what you know to be is good for you when when you can and it's the most loving 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 thing about this program and to me it it is what separates the men from the boys that it no, I don't know many other spiritual things that just say, "Hey, the one thing we're telling you to do—if you don't do it, just don't think too ill of yourself—and just resume it whenever you can. We love you. Mm-hmm. Have a great journey."
0: Oh, uh, um, so I've been passing that on, and then clarification—I actually think I've heard the train scenario wrong, and I've been sharing the analogy. <laughs> And people, I've been getting a lot of head nods. And so I guess it does translate the way I understood it. So, so tell me. OK, so I get the trains are like thoughts. I get to choose. I don't have to jump on every train. I understand that that like crystal clear. Then there was a time when I was like infatuated with some guy I just met and I was like moving right, getting ready to move out of town. And I thought I heard you're going to get on the train. Uh, and it's you're going to you're going to go on the train and then you're going to want to get off the train. And it, I thought the point was to not get off the train. And but I guess maybe it's like to not. So here's the example. So it was I was going to obsess about this dude. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I thought I heard like, well, when you start planning your wedding and when you start, you know, thinking about where you're going to you know, travel on the weekends, you know, for a weekend getaway in NorCal somewhere and like start picking out hotels and outfits. That's what I've gotten off the train when I start picking up the and it's to, the thing is, is to just stay on the train, have the awareness and say, you know, God, I'm not there yet. God, please help me replace this thought with something else. Do you remember okay, this? This is good. I love okay. it. Okay.
1: Oh, I got it. Okay, Yeah, I don't remember okay. it, but I, but I have in my head what the what it is. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So you're at the train station, yeah. right? And you want to go from where do Where do I want to go? Give me two places to go on the train. On the that train. Is, you want to go that are both good, like cities.
0: Okay, so you're in. Um, L.A. Mm-hmm. And you want to go to. Fuck if I know. Is there, <laughs> I know is there everything a train? I think is of. I like, was like,
1: why would I want to go there? Is there
0: a train in Montecito? It doesn't matter. Santa Barbara. We can just. I think there's a train station. OK,
1: great. Oh, yeah, definitely. There is. Um. is. OK, so I'm in L.A. and I want to go to Santa Barbara. And let's just call that trip. Me and my higher power trip. OK. So I'm at the train station, and I want to board the trip to Santa Barbara. Now, what happened to me this week was I got on the train to New York and argued with people about how right I am for f- 21 hours. Mm. See what I'm saying? Let's see exactly Instead what you're saying. Instead of boarding the spiritual train to Santa Barbara with me and my higher power. So it's more about... <laughs> The, the destination, <laughs> not the journey, or the journey, whatever. Basically, you know, we have an intention of where we want to go. Mm. And when we get off track and take the wrong train because we're arguing or we're obsessing, I was obsessing. Mm. I was obsessing over how right I was in having multiple conversations with people who weren't there to prove how right I was. In this and I should have just been on that train to Santa Barbara with my higher power turning it over.
0: In this analogy, did would you say you knew you were going to New York or would you thought you were still going to Santa Barbara?
1: I thought I was still going to Santa Barbara. Okay, got it. And then I'd yeah, catch myself and be like, Oh my God, how have I gotten all the way to New York? <laughs> and then, oh, this is it. This is it. Then I went. <laughs> and then I would go, no, it was more like, oh, my God, how am I almost halfway to New York? I meant to go to Santa Barbara. And then I'd be like, fuck it. I'm
0: going to New York. Let's go <laughs> back in.
1: Let's get back on that train. Let's go the wrong way more.
0: That's the double down. I get it. This is perfect. Yes. I totally get this. This yes. is
1: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I have a sponsee that's very Uh, literal Mm. and I'm very like up in the clouds Mm. and we have like really good conversations like this like I love when she goes she'll nod her head and then she'll go wait I really don't understand what you just said (laughs) and I love it I'm like thank you because I need to know that people do not understand what I'm saying
0: (laughs) oh my goodness Um, so The one thing that I will say that I remember from very early in recovery, and it still remains true to this day, is that the healing is in the sharing. Mm. And it's, you know, I couldn't (sighs) get honest until I opened my mouth and started talking with somebody else, because in my brain, there was a lot of fantasy and a lot of rationalization. And until I mm. actually practice even sharing the stuff that I thought was true, right? It says we couldn't even distinguish the true from the false, right? In four and eight, mm-hmm. the lists we make are, is it real or fancied, you know? And so
1: yes. until
0: I opened my mouth and actually shared with, for me, it was another alcoholic because I was in intense therapy and in early recovery and I was still Propane. a little bit not 100 there, you know? But it was in the confines of safety, a safe relationship where I shared and then I actually heard myself and and Mm. it was in that space that then I was able to get honest.
1: That is so good and that is so helpful and this is what's happened to me this week is that I've called a couple of people and they've said, like, what did you do? Basically. I mean, they didn't say those words. Mm -hmm. Uh, their frame of mind is they're coming from this place of, I must've done something wrong. Like themselves, when they get into these things, like they come from this, I must've been bad or done wrong. So when I tell them what, going on with me they are like what did you do that preempted this uh, and i'm just not here for that and i'm not ready for that and yeah, fuck off yeah. one my part is way down there on the list yeah two uh, i'm i'm rebellious i don't go i must have done something wrong i go they're all wrong mm-hmm. and i'm not ready for the what did you do to to bring this on mm-hmm. you know i was married to someone who had a lot of faults, but one of their strengths is when I would go, she did me wrong. He'd go, fuck her. <laughs>
0: and
1: the great thing about that was it calmed me right down. <laughs> I was like, no, not fuck her. I mean, like maybe she had a point.
0: <laughs>
1: <But> I- <laughs> oh, I but love the it. the fact that he always got on my side <laughs> in, in like, voltage Uh, helped me get to a place of seeing my part. uh, But when somebody comes right in with, okay, what did you do wrong? uh, I double the fuck down uh, on uh, it's all them. uh, 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 So... I really appreciate that. This is so helpful. And I do. I need to share with people. But I just get scared. Like, don't come at me with what was my part immediately. We're not there yet.
0: Yeah. And I'm learning this this a lot more, you know, and continuing to try to practice is that this is what they mean when it's like meet someone where they are at. Yeah. versus me uh-huh. looking at it through my lens and projecting my shit onto your stuff. And then it becomes this, it's like it la- It would, it lands that I'm not actually listening. And then it just ultimately takes on more of a narrative.
1: Right. That is, in, and it reminds me of one of my favorite stories of when I called, the girl who had just broken up with her boyfriend, but I was out of town, so I was checking on her. And I was like, how are you doing? And she was like, well, I'm over at Sally's, and everybody's trying to talk me out of my feelings. Mm. And I and I sat next to a woman in a meeting yesterday who was crying, because she got really terrible news about her partner. Mm. And I watched everyone come up to her, and want to make her okay immediately so they could be okay.
0: Some tissues, and keep was, your tissues.
1: It was so infuriating. I mean, literally, she just found out this news and somebody was like, well, make sure you text me. Just uh, make sure you text me and call me because I have this really good person that went through. And it's like, give her a, a, a some room. Stop trying to make it okay. Let her feel.
0: Ugh. I was in a room this week and then we got to get to our final five, but I was in a room this week. Somebody (laughs) had shared very vulnerably, you know, and I was actually there with them, you know, feelings, lonely, whatever, you know, all of those things. And I was like, it's like a hole in the soul, like pit in the stomach, you know, late at night. And it's like, and then the next share was like, not to cross talk. And we all know what happens after that. I always heard service service will help me, blah, blah, blah. And I literally, I literally turn, Are you kidding I turned me? my head around oh. like exorcist. And I literally was like, I wanna <laughs> slap the you next Tuesday. <laughs> this is not okay. It's not okay.
1: A million percent. I I wanna go and slap them too. Not
0: okay. So that's why I keep mm-hmm. saying it's the it's the it's the safety. You know, Mm -hmm. it's at least for me, that's my experience. I needed to feel safe in order for me to share and that the sharing was in the healing. And that's how I got honest. Um, Our final five. um, Question. I have a question. You have a question. Okay, good.
1: What has made you feel safe this week?
0: Uh, Two things. One is I've been, um, really aware of like cuddles and hugs. And I've been for the past, I don't know, a month or whatever, I've been sleeping in between pillows. Like I, I tuck myself in, you know, and I, it's like, it feels so safe, you know, in my bed, like just being tucked, tucking myself in. Um, and then the other thing is like, there are certain meetings where I see like the pillars of people, the long timers in the back. And friends and you know, and I and I have eye contact with people and I feel connected and I feel like we we made it on the boat tonight. <laughs> and so I would mm. say is like two two of my meetings in particular where I'm like we're all on the boat. Um and then my bed. Oh, I'm a I puddle. You
1: I love it. Um I have a friend that I've known since I moved to LA in 2007 Mm. and she's been like my work sponsor because she's been at her job so long and she understands the dynamic of managing people and HR and all that stuff. And and I was really embarrassed to call her and go, I'm having work stuff again. Like, it was so embarrassed. And I just called her and she's like, tell me everything. Like, let's meet. And she met with me. And we sat there at Fresh Corn Grill. And and as soon as I sat down, she grabbed my hands. And she was like, I love this friendship. And this is what friends do. We listen to each other. We're there for each other. And it felt safe. <laughs> it felt safe. And I was able to to do my rants and she didn't say what's your part so that was good
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so sounds so beautiful i think what i'm really i'm really aware of in this conversation is it's the connection yeah and it's i know it's in it's in this journey that you know we find our people
1: and my disease will tell me that I can do it alone and I don't need to call them and get venerable. Mm. And this exactly. proves I do. <laughs> so thank you so much, Sam. <laughs> I adore you. Thanks,
0: Listy. Love, Love you. Love you too.
1: And uh, we'll see you on the next one, bitch. Call your, your sponsor, Von. Call, call your master. sponsor, Call you
0: your sponsor, oh, Call you Call you me. Hold your spoon. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Part two
1: on Monday. Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.